0: The following podcast is brought to you by Astro Panda Productions. For more information or to find other great shows, visit AstroPandaProductions.com or visit the Astro Panda Productions page on BlogTalkRadio.com.
1: episode 183, a spoiler-filled discussion about Solo, a Star Wars story. Hey everybody, uh, I don't know if you got around to seeing it yet this weekend, but Solo was released. Uh, apparently the sales numbers weren't great, but I don't think you can blame it on the movie, because I was trepidatious about it, and I enjoyed it, I just have to blame it on Memorial Day weekend. Anyhow, to talk about this movie today, we're going to have Joe Slepsky from Joe on Joe stop by and talk a little bit, so we're going to take a commercial break, when we get back, we'll introduce Joe and talk about the movie. Thanks for hanging in there, everybody. Again, this is episode 183 of the Geekish Cast. I'm your host, Jeremy. Today we are talking about Solo, the Han Solo Star Wars uh, Star Wars story, Star Wars movie about Han Solo, I think was the title of it. And join <laughs> And joining us to talk about it is Joe Slefsky. What's happening, Joe? Hey, Jeremy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. How about yourself?
0: Great. Thanks for having me on. I'm
1: excited to talk solo, a Star Wars story. Yes. That was it. That was it. That was it. That was the full title. I I still have trouble with that title. I I have to tell you, I still have trouble with that title. You know, it's
0: funny. It, It makes obvious sense to call it that. Mm -hmm. but there is something bothersome about it. There's something I don't like about it, but of course it makes sense to just call it Solo, a Star Wars
1: story. Yeah, absolutely. I would have called it scruffy-looking nerf-herder, but now we're talking about the movie I would have made versus the one that got made. Right. Yeah. Um, so for those just tuning in, uh, the Solo IMDb breakdown basically says, During an adventure into the criminal underworld, Han Solo meets his future co-pilot Chewbacca and encounters Lando Calrissian years before joining the Rebellion. It was directed by Ron Howard, and the writers listed are Jonathan Kazdan and Lawrence Kazdan. Joe, what were your feelings before this movie was released? What, ha, what, what were you feeling about it? What were you bringing into it with you?
0: i was bringing uh, a worry only because of the director change midstream we've seen that on a couple high profile things recently and it hasn't gone well
1: you know what's weird though is they did that with uh, rogue one they re-edited it and shot new scenes and it was actually apparently four times better than it would have been okay yeah
0: i'm i'm not a massive rogue one fan oh okay and i know that i know that people love it i'm actually not a huge fan of it mm-hmm. but but you're right i mean it's it's by far it's not a bad movie at all like it's pretty good but yeah uh, so i'm thinking of like justice league Oof. and what was the other one well like well it's another terrible dc movie but like suicide squad so same director but they went in and re-edited the crap out of it yeah you know like so those things those things bother me so i was worried about it
1: well and and for good reason because those movies were garbage
0: yeah, they were, but no. I, but I, but on the flip side, I actually I trusted Ron Howard with it mm-hmm. because he's he's a solid director. He's not flashy, but he's very solid. He delivers a good movie every yeah. time. Every every Ron Howard movie I've ever seen, I've said, "Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. It was my favorite movie in the world. It was pretty good." Well, that's and, and then occasionally he'll do Apollo 13, which is brilliant.
1: Yeah, and see, and that's part of what bothered me a little bit going into this one. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm assuming, for those of you at home, uh, if Joe and I were to stand in a room, one of us would have to wear a hat so we could tell each other apart. <laughs> we we have a lot of uh, similar physical characteristics, and we also seem to like a lot of the same stuff. So, yeah. you know, it, it will shock me if we come down on different sides of this in too many places. But, um. When the news came that they had fired the directors and then sent, uh, what what's the kid's name, Alden Ehrenreich? Yeah. They sent him back to acting class. I just went, oh, God. It's because I'm such a Han Solo fan, I actually have a Millennium Falcon tattoo on my arm that says, never tell me the odds.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, so when yeah, you, yeah, I yeah. forgot
0: about the actor, you're right. I completely forgot about that part where they had to send him back to for acting lessons. That was also very disturbing. Yeah,
1: that's that bothered me more than anything. Uh, that was like I was just like, oh my god, why? Why do you? Why are you sending him back to acting lessons? The other thing I was afraid of is that whoever they cast was just going to do a caricature of. Harrison Ford in this role instead of acting, you know, uh-huh. themselves. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. What were your feelings about the casting in this movie?
0: Um, the the final results or my pre f- the final results. Let's go ahead and go into that. Well, I think everyone in the world can agree Lando is perfect. Dead on. Lando is perfect. Now that is a character that I do not mind that Donald Glover just does a complete impersonation yeah. of Billy Dee Williams. That is he was amazing and I loved it. Uh, obviously Chewbacca's Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Mm. Uh, the the girl, the Game of Thrones, um, Khaleesi. What's her name? Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Yeah, yeah. I loved her. I thought she might have done her best work that I've seen her do. I think on Game of Thrones, her character is very like straightforward. There's not a lot of subtlety to it. She's good and is good in it, but her character doesn't have a lot of duplicitous, She's right. like evolved. She's evolved over time and change, and that's what's been great. But in Solo, we got to see her. We the, the scene when she first meets Han, she she says a lot to Han, but she shows everything to the audience, and I think that was really, really a wonderful job on her part. I loved Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. I thought he was he's well, he is great as a mentor. He's played that before, and then uh, Paul Bettany was tremendous.
1: Yeah, and, and see, so, I didn't even realize that was Paul Bettany until the second time I saw it, and my kid had to be like, "That's the vision." I'm like, "Oh God, that's it." <laughs> yeah, and
0: so ending up on with Alden. I liked what he did with it. He, I forgot that it was Harrison Ford. I actually wouldn't have minded an impersonation of Harrison Ford. I got to be honest because you are, you're playing, you're not, it's not James Bond. You are playing the character that Harrison did. Right. I, I, I don't, it doesn't bother me if someone were to have come in and just do it. Like um, the movie Looper, where what's his face was doing a Bruce Willis impersonation. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded that at all, but I liked what he did with it a lot. And I thought, they played it. They were smart to set it where he was younger first, so that we could grow with the character. Right. We've never seen Harrison Ford play Han that young, so we were able to assume. We were able to like slide
1: into Alden's version of it without having a true comparison. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm gonna compare a couple things like the Star Trek reboot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't. Spock and Kirk didn't try to be Shatner and Nimoy but Carl Urban was the force Kelly. <laughs> uh, yes, and, he was great. Yeah, and the fact that nobody else was doing an impersonation made the impersonation that much better, kind of like uh, Donald Glover here. The fact that everybody else was playing their character as as they would play it instead of trying to do it like somebody else would. When he's doing the voice and the swagger and the, the Schlitz malt liquor bit, he's it fuck it's it's just astoundingly good you know i'm gonna have to bleep myself there
0: <laughs> you might want to you might want to bugle up baby yeah
1: that was yeah. good stuff yeah
0: no, it was it was dynamite yeah i so we, i have no zero problems with casting and the robot whoever i don't know who did the voice for the it's, female robot i have Alfre. to look it
1: up it's the lady that did the show for the bbc called fleabag
0: okay she was dynamite yeah Someone, I didn't know this, do you know who did the voice for um, the first, the 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 puppet that was Hans, uh, what would you call it, his orphan boss? No, who was that? Linda Hunt. You remember her? Linda From, Hunt. From, what was it, Year of Living Dangerously? She's like the really short Asian woman. Oh. She, she won the Oscar and she was in a bunch of stuff, but like, okay. that was her breakout world. Yeah, they got Linda Hunt to do that voice. I thought that
1: was great. Yeah, the lady that played L337 was Phoebe Walker-Bridge. Oh okay. Yeah. And she she does this. I mean, if your kids don't watch it, but if you're an adult, watch Fleabag. It's pretty pretty amazing. <laughs> she really plays a a horrible character that you can't take your eyes off of. Um, yeah. <laughs> the thing he was so uh, Donald Glover was so good as Lando that I almost think that they should have gone with a Lando movie. <laughs>
0: well, I think I think they've said that they are going to. Yeah. You know, that seems to be a no-brainer.
1: Yeah. Um and before we we dig in too far to this. What do you think about the numbers that are coming back? Do you just think it's Memorial Day weekend or is the movie
0: I I think it's overall Star Wars fatigue mm-hmm. and I think and I think it's honestly I think it's blowback from Last Jedi because Last Jedi like the actual reception of Last yeah. Jedi because Last Jedi split fan base right down the middle and then this split fan base in the other direction. So it was like the people who the people who wanted the people who loved who were a cat let me phrase this the people who were who loved last jedi for all the changes that Last jedi did good or ill the the new direction so to speak they didn't want this movie and then the people that were pissed off about the last jedi because of all the changes that they did they they were
1: like well screw you for doing this movie now you know what i'm saying gotcha so you think that a lot of blowback people were still reacting to the last jedi instead of reacting to this i
0: really do that i mean that coupled with you know the troubled stuff and everything and it's not a flesh. It's not a flashy movie. No, it's a, it's a little. It's a little bit of a small movie. I, 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 I don't. I don't know how else to say that. It's it's a very you know it's very personal, but
1: it's very self contained, so to speak. Does that make sense? It yeah. It it follows on, but it doesn't touch a lot of corners of the universe. Yes, it it exactly. it, it really sticks to him. There's besides a few things here and there, it doesn't really dig into the history or other parts of the rebellion that you could you know or not the rebellion but the galactic civil war right it kind of stays to hey we're gonna go hide some stuff right which, and which the was... and and you know the last time they did uh, an
0: origin story of one of the characters it was phantom menace you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, there's that there's that kind of pushback of i don't necessarily need to see my badass heroes as young people even though we don't see him as a child but there is that i i don't understand how you call yourself a Star Wars fan and not want to see a movie about Han Solo. That doesn't make sense to me. It does not make sense to me at all. Han Solo was barely explored in those movies.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and and here's a, so I'll, I'll just kind of go into this. Um, I found myself with a little free time to sit at the, the neighborhood pub and talk to people here recently. And more than four or five told me they weren't going to go see this because Han Solo was their favorite character and they didn't want to see it get screwed up. Yeah, um, that I certainly understand that feeling. But what I kept telling people was like, look, Lawrence Kasdan was one of the writers on this, and that which one of your dogs is that, Joe? Oh, I'm sorry, that's curly. Okay. all
0: I'm right. really went home. Oh, hold on, let me. Uh, I'm gonna work the mute button. All right, yeah, I'm gonna work the mute button. No, no, it's fine. fine.
1: She can bark. Fine, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but Lawrence Kasdan wrote or, or helped write this movie, and the the Han Solo everybody likes is the Han Solo Lawrence Kasdan wrote because he was instrumental in The Empire Strikes Back.
0: So You're that, right.
1: yeah. So that was kind of my my saving grace. I was like, but you have to realize that this guy knows this character better than anybody else. Even though apparently George Lucas was on the set during the the cape scene in the cape closet. And they they had it written to have Han just hang the cape back up, and then Lucas was like, he wouldn't do that. He'd just fling it behind him. That was great. Yeah, so yeah, maybe, was, maybe he's yeah, got a good I mean, handle, too.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm glad, obviously, yeah, I'm glad Kaisen had, had a handle on it. I, I, I don't, I'm going to go back to what you said about your cor- the corner bar. I don't understand the why, if if you say Han Solo is your favorite character, why are you going to bury your head in this? Are you going to pretend this movie doesn't exist? Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't you want to see what they did? Like, I don't, that doesn't,
1: it does not make any sense to me. If, you know what I mean? Can't do it. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to keep moving on to something else here. So, Joe, what the heck is HyperFuel? I mean, it's it's just, I think it's what they use to go into hyperspace with. It's right there on the label, but how come we've never heard of this stuff before?
0: Uh, The same reason we've never seen his DICE before the Last Jedi, oh, you know, like they're, they're they're just inventing new things, you know that it's it's all that. Like with the dice, yes, they were an Easter egg in the first movie, but they weren't made important until the Last Jedi, and so they just didn't invent hyperfuel until this. That's all. We're gonna yeah. there's gonna be a lot of that as you go. It's kind of the same thing when people. Creatively, they're going to come up with new types of stormtroopers and everyone's going to go, well, where were they in the originals? It's like, all right, okay, I get it, but, you know, they were off-world. Yeah, um, you're, make, you're making new movies.
1: So- yeah. The other thing is, it seems like a little dribs and drabs, the newer movies are each kind of introducing pieces of the extended universe into the canon universe, the quote-unquote canon universe. Kyber right. crystals have existed in books since Alan Dean Foster wrote one in 79 never talked about on film until the force awakens. Right. Uh, and then they were a big part of rogue one and you know, everything thereafter. And I think, um, that the design,
0: same concept. I think the design that they use for the Wookiees in, in this movie looked a little bit more like the Ralph McQuarrie style in, in
1: some ways. Yes. They yeah.
0: Cause because they looked wildly different from Chewie. Yeah. And I thought, and I thought that that was a, that was a cool touch
1: because I, I was wondering at one point now is Chewie just a Wookiee who grew his mustache out? Do some, them, a, yeah, do some of them? Yeah, do some of them shave? Yeah, he's a handsome Wookiee. The other ones yeah. are
0: frightening because they were frightening those Wookies. Yeah, they were but, funky. Yeah, I like that they're that they're mining the old you know kind of the old content to to use in new
1: ways. The, you know, they mentioned Terrace Kasai. How great is that? Yeah. yeah. Except then we all remember the game. <laughs> which was not great. Uh, yeah, so I, I I like this introduction of elements from the EU because now you can pick and choose the stuff that you liked and that you didn't like, and they can incorporate some into the film without having to take it all. And for those who don't know, the EU was kind of discounted because originally they kept Han Solo alive and killed Chewbacca, and they didn't want to start from either one of those as a starting point when they got the newbies rolling. Mm-hmm. But I do know people that was that will insist Chewbacca had a moonfall on him. Well, yeah, I've read that book too. I don't know. It, come on, people. Yeah, it's 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 all written by a
0: million. There were so many EU books that that terrible terrible things happened in, like terrible from a from a quality perspective.
1: Oh yeah, there were werewolves at one point and centaurs. Yeah, van- when they there vampires on some planet, oh, some I'm planet. sure there were Han yeah. Solo drunkenly kidnapped Princess Leia and kept him, kept her yeah. there until she fell in love with him. Well, in Splinter of the Mind's Eye, Luke and Leia hook up. You know, like- oh yeah, absolutely. But that was Splinter of the Mind's Eye is a little different because that was done in '79 as an correct. idea for a low budget movie they could follow up with. I know, I know, but yeah. it's still, it's still there. He also, uh, Luke also cuts off Darth Vader's arm. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a very, very different universe back then. Yeah. Very different. So the one thing I was afraid of going into this, or I guess the second thing I was afraid of going into this, and I believe I wrote about this on your Facebook uh, page or comment at one point, I didn't want this to be a checklist of everything that Han slightly referenced in the original trilogy. Well, you're out of luck there. Boy, am I ever. (laughs) <laughs> it was done well for the most part in many cases okay like except, except for one glaring omission but what, go ahead continue. well it was done well except i don't think like his pistol you can't tell me that he didn't get it you couldn't have got a favorite pistol at some other point in his life the sights well, are hung wrong there's whole... that no but that's 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 why
0: they did his pistol yeah because because he he's this he has the wrong he's always had the wrong sights for a pistol yeah. So they 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 very. I thought it was very subtle. They subtly explained why that is because he took a rifle apart and handed it over to him. Yeah, it, it would have been. I thought that was great because they didn't make a big deal out of it. He didn't say, "Hey, I'm leaving this on because you're going to need to be able to see farther with the pistol." No, you just he's just doing it in the middle of a conversation. Takes the barrel off, swaps barrels, boom. Here's your gun. Let's move on. Yeah,
1: it would have been subtle if the camera didn't hang there for the next 48 yeah. minutes. <laughs> well,
0: wow! Well, the camera—listen—the camera hung on those dice. Oh, more, more than. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, I—I that's—I actually don't like that. They're just fetishizing those dice.
1: Well, I, I'm sure they're hoping those become like a breakout seller, like a $50 yeah. bronze dice set. Sure. You know, you, now now thematically it represents his heart, and he he tried to give it. He gave
0: it to her. She broke it and so now his heart's going to always live on the falcon and yeah. that's the case you know that's that's and that's cool from a like storytelling writing perspective i like that but man did they like i get it there i could have gone with one or two less glory shots of the, in the beginning
1: of the movie yeah absolutely especially since a lot of people that we've talked to on the show and in person or i've talked to uh brian king an actor who's on the shy when he and I were talking, he's like, "Did you ever notice those dice before this last no. movie? No. Yeah. Uh, no, they're in they're in there, or at least they're in a new hope. Well, but they're in they're, a new
0: hope. It's yeah. an Easter egg, and they're only visible as a small glint of metal in still pictures. Like, yes. It was not it was not a thing. It's like people who say the
1: Greedo shot
0: first. It's not a thing.
1: Yeah, that's you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's like remembering the Boba Fett projectile toy. It never actually came out.
0: Yeah, I'll bet you. I bet you, if Disney puts out some kind of special edition of the originals one day,
1: they will slide in a glorious shot of the dice. I I, I would bet money on. They're that. They're always going to be in his hand, just like always there. There's these like cutaway reveal shots of yeah. him clutching the dice.
0: It's, it's some, someone just digitally inserts the dice, like glaringly so. He wears them on a big '70s med- medallion necklace, running around. <laughs> it's Orlando. Yeah. Lando. Oh yeah atlanta atlanta was great i let's I, I i loved everything about him i loved his swagger i loved his false sense of accomplishment you know he was such an obvious con man oh we without a doubt it was great when they had to break the falcon out of the impound without even saying it like you had to kind of catch that you yeah. know i That's, thought that was uh, awesome.
1: i keep it under lock and key <laughs>
0: uh-huh <laughs> and super
1: creepy though
0: his his, his feelings for the robot.
1: So okay, so my wife and her friends and I aren't the only ones who went. Hey, I think Lando's humping the robot. You, you yeah. got that too, okay? Oh yeah, yeah. real creepy, real creepy. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess you spend a lot of time together with somebody, even if they're mechanical. Makes me question his relationship with Lobot. Uh, this make me question. It makes me confirm it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess one of the writers did come out, or one of the directors did come out and say that they they have cemented Lando as a pansexual. In their oh head. yeah, yeah,
0: I. I've, well, I have no doubt that he is. Yeah. You know, I have no doubt that he is.
1: Well, if uh, Schlitz Malt Liquor will work on an alien or a robot, he's, you know, oh. he's working his prime. With Schlitz, right? I'm...
0: No, no, it's a Colt 45. Colt? Colt, Colt 45 Malt Liquor. That's it. With, with you got to get the party
1: started. That's right, because you know the lady will be laying down soon. Works every time. That's it. I'm, fr- I'm, I'm Lando Calrissian. Yeah, I forgot. That's that's what it was, because I even have a shirt that's... uh. An artist out of Oakland did, and it's Cloud Forty Five, and it's Lando doing a beer commercial. Funny, yeah, I forgot which one it was, but yeah, he was great. Uh, you know, I think overall the actors, every actor in here, I would give f- four to five stars out of five.
0: Yeah, T- Tandy Newton was great. She, I mean, she was hardly in it, but she was, you know, she was good in the scene she had. She's good so, in everything. She really is. Yeah. So, I here's here's my broad stroke on this stuff. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. I didn't love it. But I, I think the reason I didn't love it is I wish they would have just given Ron Howard six more months. I wish they would have just said, OK, we're kind of fucked. I'm sorry. I mean, to swear. that's all right. Kind of kind of screwed ourselves. Let's just give him six months. We'll release it at Christmas and give him six months because you notice how smoky the movie was and kind of atmospheric and yes. like, murky. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's because they didn't have time to do digital backgrounds. They didn't. There's not enough time to do that. So instead, they covered up with smoke
1: in every scene. It did kind of give it a more granular and textured feel, though. Yeah, but it made it. But feel I understand. Small. It made I it feel what small. You're Yeah, it makes yeah, it look like you know Dune on the Sci-Fi Channel when it was all right. Shot on right. Set. There, yeah. was, there was just so, except for you know the scenes that were obviously shot
0: you know on beaches and you know like in the wild, but in all the city stuff, there was no deep focus, like deep backgrounds to any of the shots, and that's to save time, to- because they literally
1: didn't have time. I w- just I wish they would have given him more time because I think he would have delivered a dynamite movie. I don't know why they insisted on a May release date since they'd done all this. I mean, I realized Thursday was the 41st anniversary of A New Hope or Star Wars, as we used to call it when I was a kid. Yeah. But, well, they're they're trying to shift.
0: They want to shift to this summer release. And they tried to remember because Last Jedi was it? Last Jedi got pushed back. or Rogue One, one of them got pushed back before, too. Uh, were, Rogue, been,
1: Rogue One I think got pushed back. Yeah, they've right. been
0: trying to get into this this May release schedule and they they had to push that. So this would have been the second one that they had to push. I, I as a fan, I would love it if they just owned Christmas and owned the holidays. That would be fantastic for me cuz summertime we got everything else. We got superheroes, we got disaster movies, we got all that
1: stuff. I don't oh, need yeah. star well, I don't you, need Star Wars in the summer. Yeah, and you can't tell me Avengers didn't cannibalize some of the dollars going towards this movie of course yeah you know it did yeah i mean it's 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 one of the biggest or the biggest grossing movie of all time for whatever you know genre and period of time it's been released Mm -hmm. you know it took dollars out of this so star wars and marvel are owned by disney why compete with yourself right right like i did they really think avengers would only what was it is it well wait when did
0: avengers come out it's about a month now it's been a month, okay. Oh, yeah. Deadpool came out lately. That's what I was. Yeah, thinking. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I these are curious. It's, obviously, it's got to do some. It's got to be a financial reason. It's got to do like they need to hit whatever money on whatever books and yeah, you know, but Qu- quarter, it, twos, yeah, quarter twos. The end. I, I just wish they would have given them more time. Having said that, though, there were very few seams in the movie. I thought like there were very few moments where you could see. Oh, that seems to be a holdover from the Lord and Miller stuff. But the biggest one is. At the end, and I don't mean to jump story short. Sure, no no, no go plus, ahead. When the girl, the the I guess space pirate or whatever they were, the scavengers, when she pulls off her head, I'd bet you anything. She was supposed to be Tandy Newton and Will and Woody Harrison's daughter.
1: because
0: uh. they cast they cast an obviously biracial girl. Yeah. There's it's a glory shot of her pulling the head off as if we're supposed to care that it's a young girl in there. Like who cares if it's a who cares who it is? I don't care. But it's like this money shot of her face. She looks like she would be the daughter of Woody Harrelson and Tandy Newton. And she and mentions her mother at some point.
1: Well, that, I, yeah.
0: There, I I would bet you anything that the originals, whatever story Lord and
1: Miller were going to do, it had to do with she was their, their kid. I think when you're dealing with Star Wars, you can't do more surprised parents or children. You just, you can't do them.
0: Well, I mean, that's why they changed it.
1: Uh, but yeah. But there's the she casting wise, there's no
0: other reason, obviously besides just oh okay you know good actress or whatever. Well, but there was there they, was the they, shock
1: they just... of of Darth Vader voiced mass bad guy being a a, a faint a faintly small British girl.
0: Was that a shock though? Like I don't really. I don't know because you know what? I
1: expected it. I was like I that's know. that's a girl. Like that well, wasn't be a I girl. didn't care like uh, that that part I
0: don't know. We've already seen that. I guess you know we saw Leia impersonate a bounty hunter you know you know like i don't know that what that part wasn't a shock to me i was actually it confused me as to
1: why i was supposed to be surprised yeah oh i think well i don't know i can't tell you i don't know how much this movie was ron howard and how much was but they said it? 70 they said 70 percent really god they yeah. should Miller, Miller,
0: Miller and Lord watched that's why they didn't get any kind of director credit they they said they saw the cut and they said man he shot like 70 percent new stuff so it's a different movie from theirs well,
1: then they should have given him time to actually redo the whole movie then. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. The other the other thing, too, there was a line that was snuck in at the end. Han Solo was talking about his dad. Well, they made him an orphan. You can't make him an orphan and then have him reference his dad. Now, granted, obviously, he could have known his dad before he became an orphan. Mm-hmm. No, one's say, no one's saying that can't happen. And if I was going to, like, Marvel no-prize it, sure, you can easily say, yeah, he knew his dad, and then he got killed, and then he had to go live in the orphanage. Okay. But it's a weird move to have Han at the end of the movie reference make reference to his father. When at yeah. the start of the movie, he didn't even have a last name. How does he not even have a last name if he knows who his dad is?
1: Yeah. Unless dad died when he was really young. Again, you can, yeah. always, know, probably, you can always know. But but whatever he said about his dad was, <clears> it was like a life
0: lesson or something he knew about his dad. Well, his dad so took him on young. one of those ships that he built. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, you well, know
1: how, what? How you been? That didn't even it, bother me before, and now it does.
0: Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. You wouldn't do that. If you were telling a story where where you started with, this guy's an orphan, you would then never have a reason to mention him mentioning his parents, unless at some point earlier you said, oh, yeah, he knew his dad's parents, and so then they died. You know, it just adds confusion to the mix. Maybe, so I thought, that, I thought that was a holdover. Maybe line. he considered Lady Proxima to be his dad. Yeah. And also, man. okay, Disney, you have two, two major villains in your summer blockbusters named Proxima? Mm-hmm did someone not get a memo like maybe at some point two 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 corporate heads get together and go one of us got to change the name you know what i'm talking about in Avengers, yes. her name's Proxima midnight what 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 are we doing
1: yeah that is a little odd yeah you're the same company people but you know what it does also show the the independence left between uh movie franchises though it, i guess you call it independence i just say it's lack of communication
0: no one Proxima midnight was a named marvel character so, at some point, someone on at the at, at at Star Wars needed to go. Guys, we can't call her Proxima. Call her Lady, whatever. Lady, I don't even. Whatever. Lady Slave, Lady.
1: I don't. Yeah. Who cares? Lady like, Multi Arms. Lady Multi Arms.
0: Yeah. Proxima Midnight was a character that had been around forever. Lady Proxima doesn't. If she existed in the EU, which I don't even know if she did, was cut from whole cloth.
1: Yeah, as so far why, as I know, as far as I know, she was a new character. Yeah, why is the same name? It seems uh poor planning to me yeah also Corellia did not look like i expected it to hmm. it it just, it just i expected it to be like um like corporate with seedy areas but apparently it's just a shipyard like it, so yeah it, it
0: was never a shipyard in the eu yeah that's it was it was always just a dirty like crappy planet like where where scoundrels and criminals hung out and and low lives and all that stuff but I like that they added the layer of the reason that is is because it's a shipyard. Shipyards are dirty and smelly and full yeah. of like death and peril at every turn. I was fine with that.
1: I thought yeah, was see, good. I was expecting like Jersey, where it's like seedy. Yeah, you got a <laughs> bunch of you got a bunch of crooked guys with money trying to look fancy, but all you really end up with are like gold plated toilets. Sure,
0: yeah, yeah, something that.
1: like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, you're just like all your plumbing looks like a third world dictator <laughs> bought it. Yeah,
0: I like it. Also, I think it adds a little resonance to the guy who all he does is want to get off that. You know, it's his planet that makes ships, and he wants to be a pilot, and he can't get a. You know, he can't get a ship. Yeah, it comes from a planet that makes ships. I, I like that. Like synchronicity, I guess.
1: It was kind of weird. I know they'd always talked about Han Solo being an imperial candidate of some kind hmm who, who washed out it was kind of weird to see them actually put that on screen
0: yeah yeah it was and i i thought it was what i thought was weird was they didn't name the battle that he was at now it didn't like bother me but usually star wars is pretty good with saying like oh you're on this planet you know here's this is the planet hoth and we're on this all yeah. of a sudden we were just we were just in a, on a three years later on a crazy mud planet or you're just in the mud fighting or whatever the planet was it was like a no-name battle in the middle of nowhere i i thought that was I thought it was a, a different choice for Star Wars. It kind of well, threw me off. Well, yeah, especially,
1: yeah, especially since Star Wars is kind of known for their mono climate zone planets. Right, right. And then I a, guess this was the mud planet, I guess. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was, we know
0: every, like, there's not a ton of planets in Star Wars, and we kind of know every one. Maybe in the novelization they name it, but they probably do, I would imagine. But it didn't get, it was just a mud mud fight. Yeah, modified. which was great. I I thought the fight was great. It just it threw me a little bit that I was like, all right, well, where's he at? What's he doing? Like, yeah. you know, what's or or even like what battle are they in? And there's it, it does say something that they don't even like. It doesn't even matter because it's just the empire being crappy to people. It Doesn't matter what planet. It's just another fight that's meaningless. So there is a statement to be said there.
1: I again. did like that they kind of gave it a World War II feel because all of the military stuff in Star Wars is World War II mm-hmm. inspired. I did like that they kind of did the Either, there's the, uh, oh, was it the Major? Who was the guy that dies right there? Oh, uh, yeah, I I don't know what his name was. Yeah, yeah I think he was the Major. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's Come tall, in, let's shot. run ahead, and, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's it great. was very much Europe, World War One, World War Two, trench fighting, and just mud right. plains and right. And uh, let me try to rally the troops, and he's a goner. Okay. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. I thought that was interesting that it was, there were very few stormtroopers in all
1: that battle. It was mostly dudes in suits. Well, probably the ones that live past that get to become stormtroopers. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, and,
0: thought it, I thought it was a cool choice. You know what? Cool and,
1: and let me do this because I don't have a real strong sense of where this. It's obviously post Phantom Menace. Yeah, I think it's so. If you go by, if you go by old
0: canon, old canon always said in A New Hope, Chewbacca was quote a two hundred year old Wookiee.
1: So, so just, 10 years just using two hundred.
0: This would be ten years before A New Hope, yeah. So Luke and Leia were nine, or about eight, eight or nine years old at this point, or right. like during the during most of the movie. When well, yeah, because Han,
1: Han was somewhere between thirty and thirty five in A New
0: Hope. Yeah, Han was always about ten years older than they were.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so, okay, that puts us about there. So, would would they have even started conscripting stormtroopers yet, or would they still like wearing out their clones?
0: Right. it's a Good question. That I don't know. Yeah. Um,
1: well, apparently. The
0: Clone Wars and Rebels cartoon—we've—they've always said they were canon, but now they absolutely are canon. So we probably can look to those shows for information about that. Well, I, I've seen Clone Wars; i have not seen Rebels, but they probably deal with that of like clones getting older and clones not working as
1: well. Yeah, uh, shall we? Shall we deal with that? A little elephant yes, in the room. Let's do um, it. That's hey, a- so uh, Darth Maul, what up with that? <laughs> ah! Not Darth, just Maul. Just Maul. Well, he'll yeah. always be Darth to me, right? Yeah. So I that was
0: spoiled for me. Uh, a friend had seen it. Oh, it. I
1: would have punched him right in the no. chest.
0: No, no, he asked me. He asked me. It okay. was it, he didn't spoil it on, on purpose. He said, "Hey, there's a huge spoiler, and do you want to know what it is?" And I was like, "You know what? Yeah." And he told me, and he had been at he. Had, so he, this is actually a little bit of trivia for you. He had been at the Hollywood premiere, so he saw it. You know, the big
1: man's Chinese one. Oh, so they. Yeah, like, you know, like the premiere night. Like Well, the, so, you know, before. you know, our, our friend Andrea, who sits in on episodes with us sometimes, yeah. she was at that because they went to Kimmel and they sent everybody over for the premiere. Oh, nice. Did yeah. she? Did you talk to her about this? I did not. We were going to try to get her on so, tonight, but she's not free until tomorrow.
0: Here, this is a completely useless bit of trivia, but this is how it, I, it was confirmed to me. So, my friend sees it about a week ago, or whenever that was, but about a week ago, he says, hey, you want to... Do you want another spoiler? He tells me it's small. And I was flabbergasted. I'm like, that's crazy. I'm like, how did they show him? Like, because most I think most people seeing it aren't going to be aren't going to be aren't going to know that he came back in Clone Wars. Right. Right. So I'm like, what did the crowd do? And he says to me, well, they only showed him from the waist up He goes, they didn't show his legs. They didn't show him from the below. And this is what it was being told to me a week ago. I was like, oh, OK, well, I guess that makes sense. It kind of, you know, it doesn't even it, it doesn't. It might raise
1: more questions or whatever. So then I see the movie and like you, you saw his legs, right? Oh, absolutely. Now I had I didn't the first time because the first time I saw it, I saw it on a tiny tiny screen. Today I saw it on the DFX.
0: Yeah. And
1: I absolutely saw what you're about to reference, but go ahead. Okay. So you see his legs and you see that he's obviously half robot,
0: which is from the cartoon. So mm-hmm. that that's great. And they, they it's it is clear as day, right? Yes. So yes. nice So then, another friend of mine was at the Hollywood premiere, and we, I was talking to him yesterday, and I asked him the question. I go, you know, I was told that they never showed his legs in the version you say He goes, no, they didn't. They're, they're not in the movie. And I was like, they're in the movie. And he so, so the version that they saw at the premiere was different from the one that was released. It did not show his legs at the premiere. That's crazy town. Confirmed right there. by confirmed by two different people, and they were they were both adamant about it. They were like, oh no, I'm positive. We did not see his legs. Well, that is okay. So it was absolutely Ray Park playing him visibly. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And they and they had to keep it. He was apparently upset because he couldn't do any of the press for it. And they were like, "We can't have you out there doing press. You yeah. cannot can't say a word about this." And apparently he was he was like, "No, I want to get out there and promote
1: it." And they're like, "No, you're the surprise, bub." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I guess it was Sam Whitworth that provided the voice, though. Was it cool? Yes, because it was. I think not- he did it on the cartoon. Uh, yes, he did. He did absolutely. Because um, Ray Park has a very distinct accent and voice. He's and a he's, martial artist. He's, not not, he's actor. not a great actor. No, no, but no, but no. he would beat me up if I said that. So we're just going to be very quiet about that part.
0: Oh, for for like the for like five years running at every comic con I went to with my cousin, we just made Ray Parker Junior. jokes. We're terrible. We're goons. Yeah. We're terrible goons. I thought it was cool. I thought it was. I thought it was great. It firmly cements the Clone Wars into canon. It was a shock. They also they uh, there was also a question of whether or not he lit his lightsaber in the premiere version of it. But in the one I saw, he totally lit his lightsaber. Because if you, if you're like, is that really? And then all of a sudden, here's a two bladed lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it,
1: that's, that's, that was that was kind of the thing. I'm thinking, well, maybe there's another of married dude. Yeah. Oh, no. Nope. No. Look at that double bladed red lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Look at him. Using, right. Look at him using all that force. Yeah. Yeah. So here here is a question. I'm going to jump ahead with this a bit. Are we expecting a Han Solo trilogy? Um we definitely should get something
0: else. I think they're signed to three movies. Maybe okay. maybe maybe the trilogy takes over with Lando, maybe the next is Lando and that's kind of a continuation.
1: Well, cuz they also announced, I don't know if it was a soft announcement or not, but they announced Boba Fett has a cast or a uh, a crew behind it ready to right.
0: go. So what if the, the, what if the second movie was Lando
1: and the third movie was Boba Fett? I think that for me would be much easier for me to go along with. I would, I would love that. I would yeah. love that because you could be still three, cross ten, them in and bring them yeah. around, and
0: yeah, yeah, because they still there is if you if you go by that ten year mark there's still plenty of time before yes at the end of the movie he's like we're going to go to tatooine but that's not like leading into new hope he still has to work oh he still, no. has, to, he still has to build a reputation no one knows who he is and right well we're, and we're he didn't
1: reason. he didn't dump his first load for java he dumped right. his
0: last load for java oh. exactly exactly um, so I, yeah i think there's plenty of room for that and and i, I look forward to it oh um oh shoot go, go ahead. ahead sorry wait there's something oh. i was gonna say
1: do, do you want me to talk while you try to gather your head? Sure. Or? It was Han, it was Jabba,
0: we were talking. Okay, go for it, you talk.
1: Well, what I was going to say is, yeah, because Jabba, in the scenes they added back into the special edition, says to Han, you're a great smuggler, and then you right. did this. So obviously they had had a long period of time where they worked together. I know what it was. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and this goes back to when you when you talked about the checklist of of han isms that we needed that you didn't want to necessarily see but we we totally got uh if if this was wolverine origins we also would have seen the origin of his vest yes but, <laughs> uh here's the, the this was sh- a shocking something missing that was shocking to me and maybe they are saving this for a sequel there's no life debt
1: well life debts are never mentioned on screen though oh they're not no life debts are from the uh extended universe Cause life That's were a part of the
0: Star Wars canon from like the novelization onwards. It's in the novelization. Yeah. I'm almost positive. Well, yeah, you and know, it's th- and that novelization is, is like that's not EU. That's the
1: novelization of the first movie. Well, going but back, but it's but it's still, you bet it's still right. but Shippers it's still B canon, right? Because when stormtroopers got shot, blood and bones splattered everywhere too. Right, but I mean, in every iteration of of the Han Chewie relationship. They've
0: always called it a life, always called it a life debt, but always. not on screen, never on yeah, screen. I thought it was weird. That's the one thing they didn't do. So, so maybe, maybe, so maybe there's another adventure. Maybe at some point Chewie's like, "All right, I'm going to go back help my people," and Han does something else to even further like ingratiate him.
1: No, could maybe. Be. Yeah, and I'm not but, saying that it's not going to be there, but that life debt was always a yeah novelization and other things. Yeah,
0: it just it seemed like the a, a glaring missing thing from it. Um, you're going to the origin of his gun.
1: You're, you're never going to say, oh, here's my life tent. Right. I do want to reference, Joe, you remember the picture books where you used to get as kids because oh, yeah. you couldn't buy movies back when we you were young. Yeah, it's how you first saw Biggs. You were like, yeah. who's this mustachioed dude? I never saw him in the film, but in the Return of the Jedi book, there's a thing at the end in the picture book where it talked about Han Solo used the name Solo because he had always been alone, but oh, now now he wasn't. I actually thought it was clever that they went ahead and did it in the movie. Where it's, that's an alias. That's just yeah. that's his working name. That's in Return of the Jedi book. That's if you go find the picture book. Oh, the last, picture. The picture book. The ones we used to get were the big hardbound, but they're only like a handful of pages long. Okay, yeah, No, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. No, I, yep, it's yeah, in I there where something. they said it is, I, I couldn't tell you the exact wording because obviously it's been 30 years since I've read it. But they talked about how he had taken the name Solo because it meant to be alone or some version of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, that's cool. I'm, I'm down
1: with that. Yeah, I thought that was really cool because it's a great name for that character. It's a great summation yes. of his whole thing. Can we talk a little bit before we run out of time here? I do want to talk about the unraveling, not the unraveling, the evolution of his character in this movie. Because I know some people are going to say that well, he was never the the go-it-alone or just me and Chewie versus a world guy and here he's, you know, he's a good guy. He is until the end of the movie. You're right. At the end of the movie, he's like, "Oh, my chick screwed me. I had to kill my my mentor. Screw everybody. <laughs> you know, I'm just we're going to go make money. We're going to yeah. just go get a score." Yeah, that's what I took away from it. How about yeah, you? Yeah, I think you're
0: right. I think you're right. I mean, he got burned. Yeah, you know, he was the lesson he learned was not to trust anybody. Yep. I think he. I think he is a good guy at heart, but it got the the, the universe
1: just dumped on him. Yep. And it, it, and it, what, finally, it finally wore it down. Yeah. And what did he come away with? The stakes to go beat the guy that cheated him in the first place. That that's I mean, all he got out of all the trouble in this movie, was the stakes to buy the to win the ship he had already wrecked. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, frankly, when the ship, he had already won. Well, he went,
1: yeah, he, he did. Yeah, yeah Rand, Lando was cheating. I did like that he, he hit back to the fair and square line we he sitting there. Fair and square, yeah. I won it fair and square. Huh? I, I did not mind all of the callbacks, but some were like, I was just, you know, like you were saying, uh, and here's where Han Solo found a vest. You know <laughs> you know, hey, guys, after we're done with the Kessel run, let's go find job of the hut, you know,
0: just oh wait, here's a subtle here's a subtle uh connective tissue moment, so now that l three is a part of the falcon, which i I liked a lot mm-hmm. um when three p o says r two is talking to the
1: hyperdrive, yes,
0: that gives so much resonance now r two yes. is talking to
1: l three yes. Because, yeah well they do they do shine a big spotlight on it but you're right in empire it's kind of a throwaway line yeah yeah but you know that's also something that was done at least in the role playing books back in the 80s they talked about how hans ship was rigged up with droid brains instead of regular processors really yes
0: well it's crazy
1: yeah and that's why they said that's why it got so temperamental <laughs> And now that you think that robot's part of her intelligence is, well, that droid part of her intelligence is running around in there, it's going to be a moody ship. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, I mean, that actually is, like, a really cool thing. Also, can we talk about her design? She's obviously an astromech droid that's been hacked into a protocol droid. Uh, Yes.
0: That design was crazy.
1: Yeah design was legit crazy. That looks like it took some hacksaws and welders to take an R2 or an R3 and put it into a protocol layout.
0: Yeah, the, those legs were way too tall. Like, it was lack on. Of... So, the thing I was curious about is droids, like, so she got shot, couldn't you just, like, put her brain, in you know what I mean, like, put her brain in another body? That was the part that was interesting. And it, it's, that's one of those things about Star Wars, is like, they are kind of human, like, they're not, they're real people, they don't really have rights, but they like why couldn't you just put her brain, take her head off, and put it on another body? You know, Joe.
1: I don't want to get gross, but we don't know what modifications Lando made to her body. That's true. She had those long legs, those mm-hmm. those good looking long legs. It's very we true. We don't know about their actual physical oh. relationship, and maybe it's maybe it's kind of like your wife is in a terrible car wreck and looks like a lump of flesh, and maybe you're just true. like, uh.
0: Moment of silence for our boy Rio. Rest in peace. Oh yeah, poor Rio. <laughs>
1: That was, he was I like, a great I liked character. Him. I liked him, yeah. <laughs> so one of, one of the other things I, I want to point out about the newer Star Wars movies, they have no compunctions about putting stars in these, like actual named stars. Yeah. Or at the, at the very least, big-name actors. Maybe not as far as going star. And I am always afraid, or I have always been told, that you don't cast a big-name actor in a role like this because it would pull people out of the movie. I did not have that problem with Woody Harrelson. Not one no. bit. No, not at all. I, just I think he's it. he's a mm-hmm. solid he's a okay because I think he's
0: he's exactly what that role needed because we know who he is we know what he plays you know he 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 can be a bit of a devil but for the most part he's that like trusted every man midwestern
1: guy yeah he's Woody he's Woody Harrelson yeah. well yeah. here's the thing whoever knew Woody would be such a badass in his fifties yeah right you know? yeah yeah. Dumb, dumb, what what town in Indiana was he from oh I can't even <laughs> it's something I should know because I've seen the show 10 million times I should know it but I don't remember it off off my head okay uh yeah
0: I thought, yeah oh and I loved I loved that um the falcon like gets revealed our falcon gets revealed as they go through the kessel run yes you know it's because it was just this pristine shining beautiful ship and it slowly gets everything gets peeled off it because our falcon like has you know there were
1: there were oh plates were always missing yeah
0: yeah i never like i just never fixed it
1: (laughs) yeah they knocked what they knocked the gun off of it and the radar dish yeah jettisoned the escape pod and then ripped most of the uh the plating off of the the rear end of it Uh and you're like oh hey now i recognize that ship woody was from hanover indiana hanover that is so funny all right joes we're getting ready to go do you have any parting thoughts or parting shots you want to take um
0: my my shot is this if you're if you're on the fence about seeing it get off the fence go see it if you like star wars go see it don't be so precious about uh, how dare they tell the story of my han solo harrison ford's the 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 reality is we all get older harrison ford's never going to be able to make this movie i love han solo i want more adventures of han solo so let's do it like let's just get behind it and do it it's not a bad movie if it was a garbage movie I'd be singing a different song. It's not a garbage movie by any stretch of the imagination. I liked it better than Last Jedi. It made me hate Last Jedi more. And I didn't hate Last Jedi before. Now I have problems with Last Jedi.
1: Well, there you have that. Um, on a scale of 1 to 5 DL-44 blasters, how many blasters would you give it? I'd give it a four. a 4. four. I think that's yeah. a very solid, yeah, very solid. Um, I'm going to reiterate your point. If you are a Star Wars fan, but more importantly, if you are a Han Solo fan who's afraid of this movie, don't be afraid. I am one of the biggest Han Solo fans out there. I loved it. Not only that, I wasn't even aware of the fact that I wasn't watching Harrison Ford. I was just looking at Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. And and Star Wars has done an okay job with recasting their roles, whether it's Obi Wan or or Han Solo now or Lando, who is outstanding. Get off, uh, yeah. Get off, get off your fear yeah. pony and go give it a look.
0: Like, look at how great Ewan McGregor was as Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Does I mean does that you would have missed out on that if you if they didn't? You know, don't mean to bring up prequels. There were other issues, but one of them wasn't Ewan McGregor. You know, so we're gonna have to have people. Someone's gonna play Le- Princess Leia again. They're gonna do eventually do a young Leia story. They are. They're gonna have to. They're gonna and, have to. And Billy and, Lord I'm,
1: is gonna play her.
0: Sure. And I'm <laughs> so fine with that. Like all this stuff. Like, y- you know, uh, yeah. I, eventually.
1: I want a middle-aged Luke story. I want it. I do. My Star Wars is about those guys. So let's keep telling those stories. Yeah. Uh, you it's, know, and like I've said a million times, I'd even be okay with them using Kate Mulgur to play Leia in the next uh, actual Skywalker series trilogy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Just, and I, and I I I guess I'm double
0: speaking there. No, not really. That that, because that is like in the same,
1: you are them the same story. You know what I mean? No, I, I understand. You're not You're not double speaking at all, because you're right. I'm saying go ahead and recast for now. You're saying, hey, if we want to see other stories with these characters, we're going to have to recast. Yeah, but but yeah. as
0: long as they're like in the same, okay, this is this trilogy, which, which I don't understand how Last Jedi constitutes the middle part of a trilogy. It is the closing part of a trilogy, and it leaves you nothing to look forward to in part three. But... I, You know, as long as it is part of that trilogy, I'd rather them just figure out a way to shuffle layoff.
1: Yeah, you're probably right. But like I said, I'd be okay with it because yeah. I've decided I'm going to be a disruptor now in my life okay i'm gonna be a shit sir that's Disrupt. what i'm gonna do, do. It. yeah stir it stir all it. right joe we are out of time if people want to know about oh thank you sir if people want to know more about you and your project which is called joe on joe give us a little quick rundown on where they can find it
0: uh well we're a scientology funded uh podcast mm-hmm, we we mm-hmm. like to we go to c.org and uh sign up for it and learn all about your thetans yes thetans that's Satans. Yeah, that's right. I can't even pronounce it properly. No, we're G.I. Joe podcast. And we watch new episodes of not new episodes. I guess we watch old episodes of the G.I. Joe cartoon every week. And we comment on it mystery science style. It's a lot of fun. If you like G.I. Joe at all, you're going to enjoy it. And even if you don't like G.I. Joe, I have pretty good guests on there. We talk about a whole lot of stuff. People all walks of life. And then we watch a cartoon that we love. And that's that's really what the show's all about.
1: Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. I'm not that big of a G.I. Joe fan, but I do grab it from time to time when you have a guest or when I'm just, you know, bored and want to hear your voice. Yeah, you just want to get turned turned on a little bit. I yeah, get exactly. I'm there for you. I'm there yeah. for you. And Joe is there for you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joe, thank you for uh, chiming in and joining us tonight. I do appreciate it, sir.
0: Thanks Jeremy, appreciate it.
1: It is always my pleasure to talk to you. I'm having trouble running down Paul, but I'd like to get the band back together soon. Yeah,
0: if you do it if you well yes, let's get together and if you actually do talk to him tell him I said hey. We'll do,
1: definitely. And everybody else, like we said, go check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, it is definitely worth your eyeballs if if only just to see how these new actors handle these roles that we love. And until next time, bye-bye everybody.